As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Thank you for listening to this podcast from KX93.5 Laguna's only FM. We invite you to listen to more music and talk on our grassroots non-profit radio station in Laguna Beach, California from anywhere in the world on kx935.com forward slash listen or on our smartphone apps. But right now, here's that podcast from KX93.5. I'm Marianne Williamson. Jack Canfield. Subang Fusome. I'm Doreen Virtue. My name is Dominic Reeves. Hi, I'm Carolyn Mace. This is James M. Prague, and you're listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. Keep doing what you're doing, Greg. Balancing the negative radio broadcast with positive energy. Hello, welcome to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. I, oddly enough, am Greg Friedman. Sex, relationships, dream interpretation, personal growth, we talk about it all. The deal is this. We don't tell you what to do. We don't even tell you how to do it. All we do is offer up different pathways and possibilities. What you do with that is entirely up to you because this is all about your strength, your power. You are the magic, and we just help you realize it, recognize it, live it. And we'll be back with more Inner Journey with Greg Friedman right after...
Welcome back. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. And this is that time of the program where I talk about something that's poignant. I'll tell you this. There is a Dallas police officer that we had on the show at the same time that his brethren were being shot down in Dallas. And he told us a story about having to zip up one of those men. At the same time that we had one of the few African-American men in town here on air, and they found a way to communicate with each other. They found a way to empathize with each other. They found a way to walk in recognition of the other. They didn't necessarily always agree. And people feel like cohabitation, a good relationship means always having to agree. And that's the farthest thing from the truth. The real bottom line here is, in any relationship, whether it's romantic or business or friendship, any relationship at all, love is going to come and go. Like is going to come and go. Lust is going to come and go. The only thing that cannot come and go is respect. And these two men from dramatically different backgrounds found a way to communicate with respect. And with that, anything is possible. So I'm asking you to ask yourself, look in the mirror. Who are you disrespecting? Who are you treating as though they're lesser? And if you're still looking in the mirror, you're going to realize that ultimately that means you're treating yourself as lesser and you're ultimately disrespecting your own soul. We are going to make it much more light and fun in a little bit. We have Larissa Stowe and Shakti Tribe and so many other things going on. And Susan Huff is here to join us. And we're going to come together. Oh 
Welcome back. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman, and right now we are here with Susan Huff. Susan is somebody I have the privilege of teaching workshops with from time to time, and she allows me to help out in her charity, which is called Walking for Water. Susan, what else do you do? I have livingyourgifts.com, but especially loving my Walking for Water right now because I've got two walks coming up soon. When are they? I have my first one on May 12th in Leesburg, Virginia at Morgan Park Equestrian Center, and I have the other in Laguna Beach on June 3rd. And what is Walking for Water? Walking for Water is the most fabulous project in the whole world. <laughs> no, I love it because it's a teen project. It's run by the teens. They create the logos. They write the press releases. They go on the radio. They go on your show. You're really great about helping them and, and helping them learn how to be on the radio. And... um. They raise money to put wells in Africa and indigenous countries. And why is that important? Because these women walk 6 to 12 hours for water sometimes. Um, we try to strate strategically place the wells, and um, we love having that it's teens being activated to make a difference in the world. Very cool. And if people want to find out more about the walks, more about walking for water, maybe even donate, how would they go about doing that? They the people in Laguna Beach can go to lbhswalkingforwater.org and wisdomspring.org is, is our overall website. Perfect. How about we jump into the first one? Let's do it. We have Shane from here in Laguna Beach, and Shane asks, How can I overcome my fear of failure in order to finally start my new business as a freelance writer personal assistant? This is radio, by the way. That long um, pause doesn't play. I was just thinking, <laughs> I mean, I think that you just jump in and, and let yourself roll with it and trust that you've got the backing you need to do what you're doing or you wouldn't have gotten the job in the first place. Okay. Here's my answer. You don't. You don't overcome your fear because if not for the fear, then there is no courage. You just do it anyway, scared and all. Welcome to living as a grown-up. Yep. Just do it. All right. How about one more quick one before we go away for break? Uh, Michelle from Pittsburgh. Michelle asks, I'm an independent artist that has some big ideas about how I can help to beautify undeserved communities by creating art landmarks and public works. Sorry, I'm having trouble reading this. But I don't know how to persuade or elicit others to help me in this, bring this vision to life? What do I do? I'd start talking about it to everybody you know and just see who it lights a spark in. Um, go to your girlfriends, go to your, your, your family, um, start talking about it. It, it. You don't know what can spark in somebody if you put that idea out there. I love that, and oddly enough, I have a completely different perspective. What a surprise. That's so weird. Um, Michelle. Here's what really stood out to me in that question. You said, I have some big ideas. I had a client a long time ago who kept telling me that he wanted to write a book. And I would argue with him. And I said, don't write a book. Write a page. Because he wanted to write a book because the idea of a book was this big, fantastic thing. And if he did this big, fantastic thing, then he'd feel big as well. But the truth is, that's not where life happens. Life is a series of tiny, seemingly insignificant events. And if you could approach your life with integrity 
and understanding and having gratitude for the small, the big will follow naturally. Does that make sense? Yeah, I still think just go for it and start talking to people. Because you just never know. I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to do walking for water until I started talking about it. I'm not saying you're wrong. No, I know. I'm just, just saying, saying go for it. Go for it, but also don't think big. It doesn't have to be big to be valuable. It sure doesn't. It starts small. I mean, walking for water starts small. It's even, uh, it's just grown over time, and it's still growing because every step you take gets you to right. where you want to go. So walking for water started with one girl saying one sentence. Yes. Sure. I walk for water. Why can't we? And I said, why can't we? Let's do this. And that's how it started. One more time, if people want to find out more about walking for water, how would they go about doing that? Go to lbhswalkingforwater.org and wisdomspring.org. Gorgeous. We'll be back with more Inner Journey right after this station ID. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KX 93.5 FM, community-supported radio in Laguna Beach, California. Welcome back. You are listening to Inner Journey, and in a little bit, we will have Larissa Stowe and Shakti Tribe on. But right now, we are hanging out with Susan Huff, and she and I are taking some of your email questions. Thank you for joining us, Susan. Thank you. All right. We have Linda from St. Petersburg, Florida, and Linda asks, my husband helps me with my successful catering business, where I'm the expert <coughs> and boss. And I'm worried that he feels overshadowed at times by my personal success. How can I shine my gifts brightly without feeling guilty or bad from making him feel less noticed or appreciated? Well, start out noticing him a lot for what he, how he supports you and how he um, helps you to do what you love. And that will go quite far with somebody. I agree with that. And on the other hand, it's buck up, buttercup. It's like, this is the woman that you want to be with, then get your own star and get your own light and shine. Well, maybe he is already bucked up. Come on now. <laughs> then he shouldn't feel overshadowed, but I do agree that he needs to be appreciated. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're just cracking up, Larissa, in the background, just so you know. Uh, one last one. We're going to go on and see if we could crack her up one more time. We have John from Ontario. And John says, I hear you use the term dogma a lot, and I've looked it up, but I'm still not quite sure what it means. Will you help me get some understanding around this? You should see the look on Susan's face right now. I mean, as much as I know about dogma, dogma to me is, I don't know. You know, I'm not good at those dogma, karma stuff, because I, I know everybody has their own interpretation, but dogma to me is like having to do it a specific way. Yeah, and I agree with you, oddly enough. Huh. Huh, go figure. It happens. Structured, rigid, and this is the way. It's one of the things that we'll say in the beginning of the show is that this we are not the lay, way and the light. We are just a way and a light, and what you do with that is entirely up to you. Did you have something you wanted to add? Um, you could. Says, um, your dogma ran over my karma. <laughs> 
I am so glad we stopped for that. And on that note, I think we're all done with all y'all. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to be back with the comedian, Larissa Stowe. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend George Harrison.
Welcome back. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. And this evening, as promised, we are here with Larissa Stowe, Larissa and Shakti Tribe. And Benj Clark. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling this is going to be like having all the high school girls in here. I think I'm going to lose control very early on, and I just am going to go with it. Okay, here's where I was going before. You guys are creating a vision-raising revolution. And it's the music, but it's so much more than the music because every single thing that you guys do has a consciousness that's associated with it and an integrity and an intention. And to be able to do that in this world is... And you are able to do that, both of you, in this world very well, and that's rare and special. So thank you for doing that, first of all, and welcome to Inner Journey. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Happy to be here. You know the first question I'm going to ask you. It's we have had a whole bunch of different healers and medicine men and authors and artists and people that are of service in all kinds of different pathways and possibilities. And to a person, there was something that really thrust them on their path, that really made them go, okay, I've got to stop messing around. This is what I have to do. Is that true of you as well? Yeah, and that's, it, it's, I can answer that a couple ways, but to get on this specific path with, with Kirtan and, and you're doesn't even, your head, you're like, no. no, you go any which way you want, and we'll, or we'll go all of them. It doesn't matter. Go where you want to go. Okay, well, okay, I'll start with this, that, okay. that as a small child, I had an awareness out the gate is as far back as I can remember and I can remember actually learning how to walk believe it or not all right like one of my first memories and I remember as a kiddo just seeing the divinity in everyone I did not see a lack of consciousness or God in anything if in, if anything I just thought that that people had forgotten like I'd look at people around me and I, I just all I could see was God and everything and in and it's kind of funny because my thought, one of my earliest thoughts that I had is, wow, I did a really great job. <laughs> you have not changed at all. <laughs> but I, I honestly, it's like from my childhood, I was so in that space of just feeling one with everything and seeing everything as an expression. What did that feel God. like to a little kid, though? I mean, what does that look like? What does that... If you were to describe in a feeling tone to somebody else, how would you express it? Uh, it was amazing. I I was fearless as a child um, until I pretty much started. I think the hormones started kicking in. That was when I had my first really deep thoughts about fear. Other than losing my parents, I was worried about that as a kid. But other than that, I was, um, it's just I didn't have the kind of fear that I have today. Like I definitely experience fear now but when I was a kid it was just this space of feeling the grace Mm -hmm. of of life and it felt like a dream um and it felt like a really beautiful dream an adventure like being able like wow I'm in this amazing adventure where anything is possible and this is pretty cool I mean that was my (laughs) like that's the feeling that I had about it as a child and that sounds amazing. And I want to go in a direction that I rarely go, which is to look at the shadow a little bit more. 
what taught you to be afraid and what taught you to keep being afraid? Very different questions. Um, one of the a few things, the fear about losing my parents, it was a very tangible fear for me as a child. And I actually, that's a pretty deep rabbit hole to go down. But they had experiences um, where they, in a meditation, everything started disappearing for them. And I picked up on it. Mm-hmm. It's like right after they felt like they were having a hard time connecting to this reality, it's like immediately I started thinking that they were going to die. And and I didn't want them to leave. So that started taking over my thoughts in a big way as a kid. Um, but then other than that, I was still pretty open. And I remember a specific experience where I was with my dad on a motorcycle. And he used to go dirt motorcycle riding. And I loved it. And I loved going so fast. Mm-hmm. But I remember more than anything is that feeling of just speed. And I loved it. And I wanted to go faster. And I'd always say, faster, daddy, faster. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like yelling at his ear, faster. <laughs> and there was one day I looked down at the ground and I saw how fast that, that pavement was just, you know, flying by. Mm-hmm. And there was a, this awareness that I could die. Like there was an awareness that there could be a crash. And in that moment, I went, <gasps> and I had this contracted feeling like, uh, I don't like this feeling. And then I started having a different relationship with fear after that. It's interesting because most people listening are going to think I'm really stupid for what I'm about to say. What's so bad about death? I don't know, other than I really wanted to be alive. I think that was my biggest thing that came up for me is the fear of my parents dying and then the fear of my own death. I'm not afraid of dying. I'm just afraid of those few minutes leading up to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me not even then. Uh, It's just one of those things where I go, okay, because what most people don't understand, and I'm sure you do, is death is an incessant process. There is always things going on within our being and on in outside of us that are dying. Parts of our body are consistently dying and being reborn in different forms over and over and over again. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, this absolutely. form is really no different than a vehicle, than any other car. And once we're done driving this car or it's worn out or we want to trade it in, it's just time to get a new one. Greg, I so agree, and my mind says yes. I totally agree with that. <laughs> but? But <laughs> it's like there's something within me that 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 rite of passage, that bigger rite of passage of the complete annihilation of specifically this form is something that, like, once it, it got in there, it's, it's been an opportunity to walk through initiations with myself. It's created opportunities. That fear has created incredible opportunities for me to face myself again and again in different ways. So That's a great thing to leave us hanging on because we have to take a real quick short break for station ID. But before we go away, if people want to find out more about you, and I know you have a CD that's about to drop, if they want to find out any projects or events you're doing, how would they go about doing that? We have a website, www dot larisastow.com and that has only one s l-a-r-i-s-a s-t-o-w dot com that's two s's though (laughs) 
One, well, one come S, on. one, one S R. And the Stop one it because you're stuff. confusing people. I know. Thanks. And we'll be back <laughs> with more Inner Journey right after this. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KX 93.5 FM, community-supported radio in Laguna Beach, California. And I'm going to say it again. The monsters aren't under the bed. They're in your head.
Welcome back. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman, and this evening we are here with Larissa Stowe and Shakti Tribe, and one of the members of Shakti Tribe is Benji. Benji, I don't mean to be rude, but I know so little about you. Tell me a little something-something so I give yourself a proper introduction, because I certainly just didn't. Well... (laughs) Well, I'm um, I'm in the band with Larissa. We've uh, been co-conspirators for about 12 years now, and um, and you know we write and produce together, and it's it's been quite a journey. You know, I I came to California uh, 13 years ago, and it wasn't too long before I got hooked up into their kirtan band mm-hmm. and then it wasn't too long after that when we started turning from the kirtan band into a, a rock band that does kirtan and so all right so before we get too far down any rabbit hole i'm going to start with a question i was going to ask uh larissa and but i'm going to put it out there for both of you guys what is kirtan because people hear that word all over the place these days but they don't they it sounds like this weird foreign mystic thing help make it a little bit less scary? I'd say um, just on a, on a musical understanding level, kirtan is a call and response of a mantra. You've got somebody singing it, and the audience would sing it back. A, a, a mantra as simple as Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, or, or any number of mantras. You could do any song, you know, and... Uh, People hear it in yoga class all the time. Krishna Das is a big, uh, the granddaddy of the popular kirtan, popular Western kirtan movement. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. You know. So now I'm going to ask you, Larissa, what is mantra? Because sometimes we use words to describe other things that we think of as second nature, but not everybody understands what that is. Okay. <laughs> that is a good question. <laughs> um, well, mantra comes from two different words. Manas and Trey, and Manas means mind, and Trey, one of the understandings, um, translation of that is to free. Mm-hmm. So mantra is about freeing the mind, and Sanskrit is a vibration-based language as opposed to a meaning-based language. So when we sing, chant mantra, what we're doing is we are literally moving ourselves into that vibrational frequency, and I think most of us really could use that in our lives to raise our vibration to... Why? What does that do for us? The vibration of letting go of the mind, the conditioned mind. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're very entrenched in a beta brainwave in this, <laughs> in this world right now, in modern society. And being entrenched in that beta brainwave um, moves us out of touch with our essential self, moves us out of touch and connecting with source, the source, the spirit within ourselves and within all things. So mantra helps us to move, you know, to raise that vibration into the frequency of remembering that essential self. And what does that do for us, remembering that essential self? What is that? I mean, why, if somebody's listening to all these words, it's what is, why should I go through all this work of learning mantras and kirtan and yoga and meditation what is it? Why is it so important for me to connect with my essential being? Because it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, bottom line, it's it's just like it feels yummy. It feels free. It feels like freedom. 
um, letting go, presence, pure presence, um, where you can actually drop in and enjoy being in your body and being alive and connecting to other humans and connecting to the plant kingdom and Right. And yeah. in addition, it means it doesn't mean that gook isn't going to happen and there won't be pain in your life. What it means is that you're not going to be gripping onto it as tightly as you may have been in the past, that things are going to occur, but they're just occurrences and they're not definitions of who you are. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. I would say yes. <laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> All right, Ben, what got you to be a rock and roll star? Uh, you know, um, I was always interested in music, but when I was 17, I had a very good friend who was like five years older than me, and he was schizophrenic, and he was a pretty good singer, and he used to say, Ben, we're going to be rock stars, and he got me to believe it, and so now I'm, here I am, 50 years old, and still believing it, you know? Yeah, and so... If you were going to tell somebody else out there that wanted to be a rock star when they grew up, what would you what would you say to them? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say to me, man. Well, <laughs> all right, because you said it pretty well. It's like find those, find your tribe, find the, those people that they're going to say yes. Is what I heard you, you say. You know, if if you if you think you have a choice about deciding to do it, then then you might not be the one who's supposed to do it because. Like, it kind of just pulls. It kind of pulls you through, pulls you along. You Talk know? about that for a little bit, if you would. I don't know. You have to be <laughs> You have to be driven, you know, like to, to, to want to play and create. And, you know, I'm not, like, ambitious. I don't see, like, fame as a, as a goal. Um, I just love to make music and make it well and... and memorable and, and beautiful, and, and that's kind of still what I'm aiming for, you know, which we're really aiming for on this new album, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, by the way, Benji is dying to tell you about the new CD. All right, so go for it. We'll come back to you in a second, Larissa. Well, we're just excited because, you know, we put a lot of, uh, lot of love and work into it. Um, the band is really cohesive right now and and we've i love the right now part we've we've been some well we've had some rocky years <laughs> with some personnel upsets and and uh and so it was a challenge just to even like i don't want to be crass but just cover the gig you know get a drummer who can play the set of music and and go do the show and and now uh we just got a really beautiful tribe with the, all the consistent members and and we're making recordings that are I, in my heart, I feel like they're really memorable and beautiful, and it's going to bring a lot of light to a lot of listeners. And, you know, I hope that it's very successful. I believe that it could be very successful, but I want it to be for the reason that people hear it and feel the love of it and love the songs and want to hear them. And what's the new CD called? Well, we haven't got a title for it yet. <laughs> It makes it so much more difficult to promote it. We're thinking, we, this idea came up though, right? All right. There is a light that will remain. I love how they're both looking at me like, <laughs> I have anything to do with this. <laughs> it's a line from one of one of the songs, Aham Prama. Yeah, so in a, it, that line starts out the song and it's really, it's like a, 
it's a big heart opener. And it feels like it could apply across to the, the entirety of the album. It's a nice, nice thought. There is a light that will remain. I like it. So did we just discover the title of the CD? Is it, is it written <laughs> in stone? Well, <laughs> it's working, you know. It's, okay. It's the working title, Greg, yeah. and if that's what it is, then it's world debut on your show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. All right, and you were just talking about that song that inspired that. What is that called? Aham Prama. Aham Prama. That one's not on your list. I we don't didn't. think you gave me that one. So we just teased that for no good we reason. Did, that is we? just so horrible. Oh my so God. now I'm going to do something that Benji is going to hate. <laughs> I am going to play an old song that I happen to love. This song is called Rock on Satnam. I don't hate it, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back with more Inner Journey with Greg Friedman, Benji, and Larissa Stowe right after this. Shoot. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KX 93.5 FM community-supported radio in Laguna Beach. The weather is the weather. How you dance with it is up to you.
You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman, and that was Larissa Stowe and Shakti Tribe, and that song, Larissa, is called? Rock on Satnam. Now, <laughs> the thing that is, I wonder how you came up with that, uh, that is so much fun that you guys can't see is Larissa's in here rocking out to her own music. She's lip syncing <laughs> herself, but she's not actually singing, and it's a very strange kind of thing to see. <laughs> you know, I promised our listeners that we would get back to something around death and dying because that's a place that we talked about with you for a little bit. So I don't want to promise something and not do it. Mm. You were talking about fear coming on to you and a lot of it being around death and dying. The other thing is, so you also talked about it having something to teach you. Yes. What does that mean? When you say it that way. Well, for me, it's it's always an initiation. It's always an opportunity mm-hmm. to to face my own power. So I've developed a really interesting relationship with fear because I'm I feel like I I have more fear than most people that I know, and that's probably not true because everything is always about ourselves. <laughs> you know, <laughs> looking at the world like it's all about me. Um, but I definitely. I'm aware that I have a lot of fear and and in that awareness I have learned how to look at fear as an ally rather than as an enemy and to see it as an opportunity to actually meet myself at a deeper level. So I'm going to stop you there because what you said was really incredibly important. I'd like you to say it in very simple terms what you just expressed about meeting your fear. The reason I'm asking you to do that is because I find that truth is very simple, usually, and I want our listeners to be able to hear something so poignant in the easiest possible manner. Mm, Okay. So just taking any situation in life, like I used to be deathly afraid of performing. Oh, my God, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to be in a heap on the floor in fetal position like the day of my shows, I would lose my voice and think that I couldn't even sing. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I could 
either give into that because there's always there was always a voice that said, why are you doing this? This is too hard. You, you've got yourself all worked up and, you know, my stomach would hurt. Everything just felt horrible. So I would think, why are you doing this to yourself? Just stop. Just stop doing what makes you so full of anxiety. And this other part of me said, actually, I need to do this. In fact, I must do this until I'm no longer afraid of this. And, and then and only then will I give myself permission not to, to sing in front of people. So, well, first of all, it's like we had an email question that talked a lot about this earlier. And I'm, I, as I said earlier, courage is not the absence of fear. It's about doing it regardless of the fear. Absolutely. And... If I understood the last thing that you said is that you are deciding that until you are not afraid of singing, you are removing choice from your equation. Mm -hmm. But once you decide that you're not afraid, then you can choose whether to continue or not to do so. Is that correct? Yes. And And where are you now in the process? Well, now, like, I'll get butterflies, but it's the, it's an alchemical shift. It shifted for me. And because I knew that it was really important for me to walk through my fear, that it was a rite of passage, that it was really about me receiving myself, because I was I could feel that I wasn't receiving myself if I didn't, if I didn't sing, if I didn't share. Mm-hmm. And so I walk towards what I knew was the higher intention, which was to share this this part of myself that, like as Benj was talking about, it was like I was driven to share this vibration, this sound, these um, lyrics, all of it. And in doing so, it was I started receiving myself. And Stop right there, because that is so huge. I would, I'm going to implore you to remember where we left off, that once you started to be of service, you started to receive yourself. Yeah, once I started to share, yes. Once you started to share. That is a great place to bring up the next hour. But before we do, you have so many projects going on right now. List a couple of them, if you would. Well, we have Shakti Fest coming up, and that is Mother's Day weekend, and absolutely excited and so grateful to be a part of this incredibly loving high vibe festival family and we've had the opportunity to perform at bhakti fest i think it's like this is a 10-year um anniversary of of shakti bhakti fest in 2018 so we are excited about this because every time we go it's a very high vibe just very kind, loving um, family energy, and it raises. Like you walk into the vortex, and it just gets better and better and better. We're going to also talk about that more in the next hour. If people want to find out more about Shakti Fest, how would they go about doing that? They go to the website, bhaktifest.com. B-H-A-K-T-I-F-E-S-T. Yeah. Com. Yeah. All right. And we're going to be back with more Benji, Larissa Stowe, and Inner Journey right after the top of the hour. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KX 93.5 FM, community-supported radio, 
in Laguna Beach, California. Talking to myself 
I am a modern version of those that have existed in every culture. I am a guide. I take a small group of strangers on a journey of spiritual and personal growth with indigenous cultures in exotic places, only to introduce them to themselves. It can be terrifying to look at our fears, and sometimes even more so to look at our strengths. I take you out into the wild, into the unknown, for an inner journey. Welcome back. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. And we are here this evening with Larissa Stowe, Benji, and Shakti Tribe. But before we get back to them, we have somebody calling in from Tucson, which is a station that we're actually related to in a strange sort of way, because our station owner worked to really help these guys get up and running. Mycenae, welcome to Inner Journey. Hey, thanks, Greg. Wonderful to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Now, I know you guys got a big gig coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is and who y'all are? I would love to. Thank you. Um, well, we're with KVan.FM, 91.7 in Tucson, and that's just one of uh, our ventures. I'm also known as DJ Darmalay on the air there. You can find out more about everything we got going on there. But we are uh, sponsoring and very excited about upcoming this Saturday, May 5th, a Spiritual Lucian concert gathering taking place in Sedona, Arizona. And uh, what that is, is it is a gathering of people from all over the world um, to come together in prayer. And it's, uh, it was actually, I'll, I'll first tell you a little bit about Spiritual Lucian because it's a word probably you haven't heard before. Uh, it's a combination of the word spiritual solution or spiritual revolution. And the Spiritual Lucian Justice to God's People movement was actually founded um, uh, back in the 90s by a musician and spiritual leader, Talias Van. And it's really a calling for a global spiritual revolution to inspire people to come together, join in communities, you know, grow food near a good water source in recognition of the, some of the prophecies of the Hopis, the Mayans, and the Sadamas. Prophets of the Old Testament, Book of Revelation, which really talk about this time that um, we feel we're living in now. I love it. Purification of Earth's mother. You (laughs) are so electric about this that we have a really, really (laughs) bad phone connection. So what I'm going to ask you to do is give people access to you. If people want to find out more about this event, how would they go about doing that? Well, go to our website. It's the spiritualutiongathering.org site. Spiritualution is like, again, spiritual solution. Spiritualutiongathering.org, not .com, .org. Or you can call our line um, at 520-398-2542. And it's taking place this May 5th at Camp Avalon in beautiful Sedona. And it's uh, a calling for people of all religions and all faiths to come together and pray. Maisene, thank you very much for joining us. I'm sorry to cut you off a little bit quick. It was just incredibly difficult to understand you. Oh, boy, too bad. Maybe we can do it again from a landline. (laughs) (laughs) That'll work. Thank you once again. You have a lovely evening. You too. Bye-bye. 
All right. We are here with Larissa and Benji, and they are of Shakti Tribe, and you all have a new CD that's about to drop that has <clears throat> no title. <laughs> it has a working title, and the working title is what? There is a light that will remain. There is a there light. There is a light that will remain. <laughs> Go ahead. Preach, sister. Go ahead. All right, Benji, if I was going to play one of your songs right now, which one would you most like me to play? Well, did you have them all loaded? Is that... <laughs> okay. He has, yeah, he does. I think he's... I don't know. I'm going to let, I'm gonna let you Sorry, pick. I could have sworn I asked you a question. <laughs> I think Benj was, was talking about Broken Temple being the song that we... Broken yeah. Temple. All right, let me see if I can find Broken Temple. I can. And, and before you load it, we should let everybody know this will be the first time that this song in its recorded form is being played on radio. Woohoo! Well, thank you for that. We really appreciate it. Anything you'd like to tell us about this song beforehand? It's a very special song. Uh, <laughs> Larissa and I co-wrote it, and... Um, and uh, we love it, and a lot of people have been um, significant, ins perhaps inspired by it. <laughs> this is a significant tune. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let me let get, me let be me a little you, bit more let clear. Let me give you some background. You want to yes. background on it? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, years ago, um, I was going through a very challenging dark night of the soul experience, and um, in my journal writing, I was helping to transmute a lot of what was going on on the inside of me by putting it down on paper. And it was, mm -hmm. it was a really beautiful way for me to help to, to shift how I was holding it and to see the positive side of it. And it was in my journal for years. And at one point, Bench said, you know, I, I would really love to see what you've written, like anything in your journal, if you could take a look through your journal and, and anything that looks like it could end up in song form, I would love to put music to that. He said, would you do that? Would you be open to that? And I said, sure. So I looked through my journals and I found this specific piece and I was like, oh my gosh, I think this would be something, you know, worth sharing in the world. And I gave it to Benj and, and he wrote um, this beautiful musical um, piece and, and when we put it together, it just was seamless and then and it, I couldn't even believe how beautiful what he wrote. Now that's later. what I'm talking about. Broken Temple by Larissa Stone, Shakti Tribe. Take me to the edge I'm primed and I am ready It's a moonless night And Clouds are crying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside this broken temple, I am here now. I'm not afraid to fear now. I'm open like a I am no other need than to 
Welcome back. That was Larissa Stowe and Shakti Tribe, and lots of writing by Benji, and lots of journaling and writing by Larissa. Thank you both for that. That's absolutely gorgeous. Thank you so much. Thank you. And when is the CD going to drop? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love well, these questions that I, uh, people are looking at me like. Uh, it's, how we, it's how we work, Greg. We we already know ourselves well enough to like not commit to a date what we have is seven songs completed like the seventh one's gonna mix and then we gotta tidy up the eighth one and then we've got the album you know larissa's this looking at you like this it's, yeah it's true this but summer. it's, it's, it's this summer yeah i mean we've given ourselves a date but i don't even want to say it all right because yeah i just this summer all right. And are you going to drop any of the singles ahead of time or no? Are these are all you know, questions yeah. that, you know, I, I did not know I'd be catching off guard I with these know. ones. I know. We've talked about it. We've We're, talked about dropping singles, dropping probably Broken Temple, Temple and Maha Mantra. Um, but we, we don't. Our number one focus is finishing this album, so we haven't really put our head in that space yet. Your number one focus is all over the place. You have oh, Shock come on, D-Fest, you're right. D-Fest now, you're and right. you also have something so coming right. up on June 9th. What is that event called? Well, it's a very special event, and it's called <laughs> <laughs> the Ahashiman. Okay, so, here's, here's what <laughs> you guys didn't long, see. She was vamping right now because it is a really long title, title long and right. I can't even actually pronounce it, so... Go for it. Are you ready? Okay. It's the Ahashman Wisdom Day, honoring our ancestors. And what it is, is it's going to be between like five to, well, let's say around 500 or so Ahashman, which are the indigenous people of this land that we're on here in Laguna Beach and San Onofre, San Clemente. And really honoring their wisdom, they are um, a big voice about protecting the planet and we are going to be doing an aerial art um, piece. John Quigley is going to be leading that, and he is really known for his, his aerial art pieces, bringing a lot of awareness 
different causes. Mm -hmm. And specifically, we're going to be, yeah, definitely raising awareness about um, what is happening on our land and protecting future generations. So we're going to go back to what's an aerial art piece? An aerial art piece is where you have, you put hundreds of human beings, you gather them together, mm -hmm. and, and you create art with that. So from high above, like from a helicopter um, or a, a very high vantage point, it looks like a specific image on the ground along with wording. And I know Susan works with the Dagara tribe, and I work with a lot of different indigenous elders from different traditions. And if I understand you correctly, you're inviting everybody to come down and join you because it's going to be about supporting the indigenous way, which is caring for our mother, caring for the earth, looking out for the health and well-being of all these people on this planet, and celebrating life. We'll be back with more Inner Journey right after this station ID. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KX 93.5 FM, community-supported radio in Laguna Beach, California. Exactly. And, and we have a lot of issues that are up right now, like one of them being um, what's happening, you know, down in San Onofre. What's happening down in San Onofre? Well, we have a nuclear plant down there that has been decommissioned, but we're right now seeing that there is major controversy on how they are storing the, the nuclear waste. Mm -hmm. And right now what is happening is Edison is putting nuclear waste into these these cans or steel cans that are five-eighths of an inch thick and that have no monitoring system. So if anything goes wrong with the nuclear waste, which there's been a lot of issues with these cans, these Holtec cans and other places, mm -hmm. then this whole area is at high risk for contamination uh, with, with this nuclear waste. But let me make sure that we're on the same page. If I understand, this is a celebration of many different ways to care for our mother, not exactly. just that. Yes. So that we are, we're inviting everybody down here that really cares about the earth, cares about making sure that we leave this planet in a good way for our children and our children's children, as they say, seven generations to come. Yes, absolutely. And the and the Ahashman people have state recognition mm -hmm. as a tribe, but they don't have national recognition at this point, even though they they are the people from this, you know, specific land. And so it's also about raising awareness about um, these beautiful beings and and their their desire to really have high integrity with protecting the planet and future generations, as you said. So if people want to find out more about this event, is this also on your website? Um, you know what? It's not yet on my website. It will be on my website. And I'm like if you send it to me, I'll put it on our social media, and people will be able to check it out. Fantastic. And, and by the way, Shakti Tribe will be also performing at this event along with some beautiful, beautiful offerings from other artists as well and speakers. Um, 
and the the Ahashman as well will be sharing their songs and and their wisdom. Very, very cool. I know there are so many things that we want to talk about. Shakti Fest, Bhakti Fest, we want to get back to what we left off with in the last hour. You know what? As a matter of fact, let's see if we could address that real quick before we get into another one of your songs. In the last hour, we were talking about fear. And where did we leave off? Hmm. Um, we left off with, I sh- was sharing about how in, in sharing of myself and my, my essential self, my sounds, the vibrations, mm-hmm. um, my, my heart and lyrics, that in sharing that, I'm able to receive myself, sharing that with the tribe, so to speak, you know. I love what you're saying, but I'd like you to do the same thing I asked you to do earlier. Say this in the most basic oh of terms. Oh, my gosh, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I get any more simple than that? Um, yes. Okay, let me, let me work on this. As I share who I am with the world, honestly sharing all that I am with the world, I actually start to feel myself I start to come alive within myself and I'm able to wake up so to speak and mm-hmm. be in my own power to feel that light ignited in myself even more that's one of those things that people don't understand is when you are of service in your authentic self in other words you're not doing it in order to get something you're doing it because you're just being of service being you mm-hmm. you wind up getting you absolutely that's one of the big ways to really find out who you are to revel in who you are to embrace who you are is to be of service yes and i think fear really gives us that opportunity because it's i find that the things i'm most afraid of doing are the things that i actually need to do the most because when i do them that's when i end up receiving more of i'm so gonna ask you to repeat that that was great (laughs) I f- okay. <laughs> I find that she loves me and hates me right now so much. <laughs> All right. So the things that that I'm most afraid of, mm-hmm. you know, that make me shake a bit, mm-hmm. are I find are the very things that I need to do the most. And sometimes people are going to hear that and they're going to go boing. I get it. And other people, sometimes like dopey versions like me, are going to go oh then I should just jump into my fear no matter what I'm afraid of because. My way of being afraid is to jump in the deep end and then look to see if there's water later. Mm -hmm. So me going towards fear blindly is not necessarily appropriate. But me going, if if I'm centered, if I'm being my authentic self, and then I lean into the fear, that's a whole different gig. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. That's a really good point to make because, you know, leaning into, it's like leaning into a fear of like, oh my God, there's a lion chasing me. I should lean into that. <laughs> you yeah. know, may not be the smartest idea. If you want to be lunch, it's a good idea. Right. But Are if you tune in with yourself, like really check in with self. You know, I, I've heard of the acronym before, um, fear being said as false evidence appearing real. And for me, that doesn't totally land because, you know, fear, I have a different relationship with fear than that. So I changed the acronym for myself which is face everything and receive. I can dig that. 
Yeah, I wrote an article about that in Vision Magazine a while ago. So I love that. Uh, Benji? Yes. Is it okay if I play Maha Mantra? I'd be delighted. You'd be delighted. How yes. lovely. <laughs> Do you want to say anything about this song before I play it? Sure. This is a, a, our, our crazy rocking track from the new album. Um, this is the heaviest one. Ooh, cool. Um, we designed the song to perform at the uh, numerous Holy Fest events where they have uh, it's a it's a big Hare Krishna event mm-hmm. and um, everyone's getting very colorful tossing uh, colors on each other and um, and the song is like a party song for Hare Krishna. <laughs> there you go. A party song for Hare Krishna. And Hare Krishna is Krishna is the lover and the beloved. So the lover and the beloved within. So we're celebrating that relationship um, with ourself, what it, without and within, in the divine dance. Larissa Stowe, Shakti Tribe, and Maha Mantra. Krishna, 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 Krishna,
You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KX 93.5 FM, community-supported radio in Laguna Beach, California. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman, and that was Larissa Stowe and Shakti Tribe with one of their more subtle, understated, calm songs called <laughs> Maha Mantra. And you should have seen what was going on. It became a zoo in this joint. I don't know if they were dancing or mosh pitting. It was a little bit difficult to tell. All right, and Benji and Larissa are giggling, but... They're about to play something live for us. What are you guys going to play for us? Uh, I have so much Shakti movies here. I don't know what to do with myself. Um, this is Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo. And Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo. Again, we're, it's a vibration-based language. So, so it's more about that vibration. Thank you, Benj, for reminding <laughs> me. What yeah. Without the tapping on the mic would be better next time. <laughs> Um, but if we were to give it meaning, we would say, I bow to the divinity within myself and within all things. I love it. At your leisure.
but I just feel like silence would be lovely. That was absolutely beautiful. So thank you both very, very much. Oh, thank you. 
Now, for allowing us to share. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. Yeah. Now, is that one of the songs that you guys are going to be playing at Shakti Fest? Yes. Yes, we definitely are. So what happens when you go to Shakti Fest? Mm. You know, Shakti Fest is an incredible vortex. It's an incredible vortex of love, um, community, opening. Like you just see people walk in from their lives. And I like I always love to say beta brainwave because that's where most of us spend our time because we're, we're really um, conditioned to, to be in that like really fast brainwave, go, 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 do, do, do. Mm-hmm. And when you go to Shakti Fest and Bhakti Fest, it really gives you an opportunity just to open and move into that slower brainwave where you can really connect, you know, with your with your heart and with your body and 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 really open to others too, open to the people around you, open to community. It's just so yummy. And it's got that good desert medicine because it's it in does. Joshua Tree uh, out there by the. Desert. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the desert's next to what again? <laughs> and it's it's a three-day festival with a, a, a lot of uh, wonderful music, uh, all in the kirtan slash devotional range. But there's all kinds of things. There's music and there's yoga and there's classes. There's all yeah. kinds of things workshops. to do out there. Absolutely. Beautiful breathwork workshops. I'm teaching a workshop out there myself. Way cool vendors and food and stuff. Yeah. Nice. What are you teaching a workshop on? I I teach a workshop this time in the Women's Dome, and so it's it's very focused on the Divine Feminine and experiential. We'll be doing mantra and dropping into um, dropping into self love and self care. When is that workshop, Larissa? <laughs> it's on Saturday. <laughs> Right now, I'm like, um, I believe it's at like 2 o'clock, 2 or 2.30. Saturday? Why isn't that the same day that Larissa Stowe and Shakti Drive perform <laughs> on the main stage? Okay. Benji, <laughs> don't help. <laughs> Guess what? Here's how this works. I interview, you respond. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I thought you said we could do what we want. <laughs> well, that changed. <laughs> it happens. Uh People want to find out more about Shakti Fest and Bhakti Fest. How would they go about doing that? There is a website. It's bhaktifest.com, and um, yeah, it has. It talks about Shakti Fest as well as Bhakti Fest. Shakti Fest is the the spring, um, beautiful spring energy with and focused on the divine feminine, the Shakti, and in September it has yeah it has a different vibration and it's it's focused on Bhakti which. They both really have that, which is devotion, opening ourselves up. And basically, it's a. You were saying, Benji, it's a three-day gig. It's you go out to the desert for three days. It's actually, I believe it's four. Is it four yeah, for yeah, Shakti it's, Fest? yeah. Shakti Fest shifted to four. It used to be three days, and now I believe it's it's four. And they even have like pre um, events as well. But people aren't obligated to go to all four days, are they? Not at all. But people, I mean, it's really beautiful if you can, but definitely um, it's totally up to, you know, what works for you. You'll just want to be there. Once you go, you realize how beautiful it is because it, it's such good heart medicine, incredible heart medicine. Very cool. And you've gone a number of years, right, Ben? 
I don't think we've missed one since we've been invited to play. Yeah, yeah, we've been there it's every been year. Every single Shakti and Bhakti Fest. And we're very, very grateful because yes, it's, it's definitely good medicine for us. And there's some amazing teachers out there, some amazing thought leaders that go out there. Um, can you name a few of them aside from you guys? Of course. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like um, Shiva Ray is usually there, um, Krishna Das a lot of times. I think Shakti Fest this time we've got, I know Krishna Das is in, in September, but we've got like Jayu Tal and Donna DeLore and, and a dear friend of mine, um, Mirabai Devi, is mm -hmm. wonderful. Um, wonderful teacher. Wonderful teacher. Yeah. Um, and Michael Baker. And Saul David Ray, I believe, Saul is going to be Ray out there. Is out there, yeah. They're um, just Dharma Davy. Uh, just yeah, there's a lot of beautiful workshops and amazing artists are out there. Yeah, it really is a gorgeous, gorgeous event, and it's worth checking out. Even if you just want to drive out to, you know, basically the Palm Springs area for a day and experience it, get your toe in the water. I really strongly, strongly urge you to do that. Once again, if people want to get a hold of, find out more about it or get tickets, how would they go about doing that? Definitely go to BhaktiFest.com. BhaktiFest.com. Yeah. And we're going to shift. B-H-A-K-T-I. Fest, yeah. yes. I'll have that stuff up on my websites as well. Awesome. All right. And I'll have it on my website too. Groovy. All right. We are getting close to the end of the show, believe it or not, already. We'll be back with more Inner Journey right after this station ID. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KX 93.5 FM, community-supported radio in Laguna Beach, California. How the time does fly. <laughs> How the time does fly. Exactly. Especially that second hour, man. <laughs> Gone in a flash. <laughs> Is there anything that you'd like us to focus on specifically with your music? You know, that's... Specifically, just focus on... Is it moving you? I don't know. It's the music. The music can say what it needs to say about focusing on it. I don't know. I wasn't talking... It's, all right, let me try this. You Wait. ask hard questions, Greg. <laughs> it's this so is the hardest radio show I've ever done. <laughs> I'm just going to say thank you to that. <laughs> it's quite an honor. <laughs> and you're cracking Reese up like crazy. I, it is all, it's so funny to me. <laughs> It's very funny to hear that. Binge. All right. Larissa, I'm going to try this in a different direction here. More off to my right. Uh, you have a new CD dropping. Mm -hmm. And I know that you don't write this stuff just going, hey, let's make a hit. Let's, let's put on a top 40 song. Let's get a gold record. That's not where you come from with this. Yeah. It's, when we make music... What really moves me is is opening and receiving what spirit wants to share um, in the songwriting process, in the production process. It's like I feel like 
I feel my head tilting to the side and <laughs> like, you know, the dog ear. Arr. Arr. I know that one. That side uh -huh. and allowing spirit to really to share and to listen as deeply as we can to um, offer up this medicine. Because this is really all about vibration. And that's why we, I can say personally for myself, got onto this path of bringing the Sanskrit, bringing Aramaic, bringing Hebrew. It's all vibration-based. And in that vibration, we love to open, to raise that up and allow the music to become the prayer and to receive that prayer into the body. Gorgeous. Now, I'm going to do this a little bit backwards. Uh, you know, first thing is I'm going to ask you if you have any, anything that you'd feel remiss in not sharing, any parting words of wisdom, any things that you feel like you would like to plug, go for it. This is your forum. And then after that, I'm going to ask you to set up a song that we're going to play out on. Fair enough? Beautiful. Benji, do you want to start? Anything that you would feel remiss if you didn't share? Mostly just thanks for having us on. It's a real treat to be here and and, uh, and debut actually two of these songs. You've got the we've played Maha Mantra before on Eric's show, <gasps> but, but Broken Temple and Adonai, which you're gonna we're gonna set up here in a moment. Mm -hmm. um, world debut, world radio debut. Very cool, and I much much appreciate that. Thank you. It's an honor both ways. <laughs> so yes, thank you. And I would say the same thing. It's really been a pleasure to be on your show, and it's 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 been a pleasure to dive into those deeper places. Mm. I love being able to share those deeper places, and you really create a safe space and a sacred space to do that. So I'm I'm just so happy, and I'm happy to have Susan here. Susan's <laughs> our friend. Susan, Susan just enhances Huff. any environment she's in. She's a lovely soul. Uh, and so that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm just really grateful to be on this show, and, and I encourage people, you know, to come out to Shakti Fest coming up because it really is a, a magical, life-changing experience. Oh, there oh. was one thing. Yes. When I'm at Shakti Fest, I like to take off my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's, it's like you or can get that grounding energy from the desert. It's really clean mm. dirt, and it feels good on your feet, and... And just throwing it out there, grounding. Okay. It's really good therapy. Uh, oh, and my friend Cheryl Slater is leading a yoga class on Sunday on Mother's Day. That's and, another piece, too. And we're going to play for and that. And we're going to be playing for that, oh, for her cool. yoga class on, on Sunday. And I think that's around 2 o'clock. But check the schedule because I'm a little remiss here. <laughs> so, yeah, check the schedule. Tune on in, and we'd love to see you. All right. Well, since you did that accent... Why don't you set up the last song? Oh, my goodness. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one of my dearest friends in the world, um, Laurie Goldstein, has been a real huge supporter of our music for years and years, and she kept saying to me, La, why haven't you done a song in Hebrew yet? And <laughs> encouraging me to do that. And I said, I said, Lar, I can't just... <laughs> <laughs> I can't just like, you know, sit down and write a song in Hebrew. It has to come from spirit. And and it so came a time Laurie gave um me this book in in Hebrew and, and we went out to Arrowhead at the time where my parents were living and looked through this book and started um looking at um these beautiful, powerful words in Hebrew. And the music wasn't there. It wasn't there until I got in the shower. 
an arrowhead. I understand that. <laughs> and suddenly as I'm standing in the shower, I just start hearing this incredible melody. So that is the, the genesis of, of Adonai, and I'm so grateful for it. And I was going to say, if we have enough time, do we have enough time to share this? I don't know. Okay, Let's I don't start. know either. Um, <laughs> So to give you an experience of Adonai, it started, you know, in the shower, mm -hmm. you know, like, and a lot of times this is how music comes to me. And at a different time after the song was actually written, it was in its full form, I was in the shower, and there's always these little daddy long legs. Now, I, I love spiders, and I love insects. I'm a big, huge fan of insects. Okay. Not, not everybody is, but I love them. And there was a little, there had been like this little, you know, daddy long legs up in the corner. Well, one day when I was in the shower, I was shocked to find that there was actually a, a daddy long legs that had crawled all the way down as I was singing in the shower, Odd oh, and I. Cool. And it, it was, I thought, oh my God, it's going to die because it was like, you know, crawling <laughs> down the side of the shower. It was like in the, like the way where the water could get it. But I realized as I stopped singing, it stopped singing. It stopped what? It, I mean, it stopped. <laughs> it stopped moving. It's and then like it went still. And when I would sing, it would start to move its little legs. It was the most incredible experience to have this moment with this spider. It was really reacting to your music. You gotta love that. One real quick question, and then we really do have to go because we have people following us. Uh -huh. Adonai means what? Uh, Adonai is another name of God and the honoring uh, of God, the celebration of God. Such a huge pleasure being on with you guys. I say this every week, a huge pleasure and honor being able to present this show, and it can't be done without you, the listening audience. For that and so, so much more, we are hugely grateful. You've been listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman. Good night. Up to the day, I'm in mine, I'm in mine, I'm in mine. All through the night, I'm in mine, I'm in mine, I'm in mine. Now the frightenedly. You are listening to Inner Journey with Greg Friedman on KX 93.5 FM, community-supported radio 
in Laguna Beach, California.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.